Hello everyone, this is Teacher Tony returning for another episode of our Creation to Christ DBS series. This week we're going to depart from the normal format and we're going to do something a bit different. And this is a follow-on to the work that we did in Genesis chapter 6 through 9.17, The Fall of Humanity, Noah's Flood. If you recall that lesson, we observed that God had a plan for salvation for Noah and his family and he also made a promise with a sign. And my eye will statement from that lesson was that I would work on developing a plan of salvation presentation with my own testimony to kind of mirror what I'm learning from the book of Genesis. So I have done that and I wanted to present it to you to give you an idea of how one might present the gospel and their own story. For a testimony, you'll want to have three parts, generally speaking. A part that talks about your life before Christ. A second part, which would be trusting Christ, how you made the decision. And then third is, what is your life transformation after you have accepted Christ? So you'll hear my testimony broken into those three parts. And then the material that I'm using to present the gospel message is taken from material developed by AIM Trainers. And you can find them at aimtrainers.org. AIMtrainers.org. I just wanted to give them recognition of the material. And uh, here we go. My parents were followers of Jesus in the early years, and I grew up. We had five children. I was the oldest. And around age nine, we had a major life crisis in our family. My mother and father were divorced. And I continued to live with my mother, but things were very hard for us as a family. And I was very emotionally hurt that my father was not in the house and very angry. So before Christ, I had a lot of anger and brokenness, and I felt I needed to have some sort of healing, but I wasn't sure what I needed. One summer, I went to camp like many children do during the summer months, and I listened to a speaker talk about the freedom that he had in Christ. And I decided that I wanted this peace in my life. So I gave my life to Christ at, in my teen years. I was about 14 years old. From that point onward, it was not all very easy. At first, I struggled with how my faith would be expressed in the school, and I became very ostracized by some. I think some of this was just being a normal kid and feeling like you were picked on. But I eventually matured, and in my high school years, I felt like I became more mature in Christ. Then I went on to college and learned uh, a lot about the Bible. And after college, I met my wife and was married, served in the local church body, attended services and Bible studies, became a father. I worked in my secular jobs and in ministry. So all throughout that whole journey, Jesus has been transforming me into an obedient disciple maker. And that's where I am today. The three things that I would point to that have changed in my life is one, a, a transformation from anger into having peace and forgiveness. Also, uh, having apathy and ignorance at first 
not caring for others and, and not really knowing and eventually caring for others and having a better awareness of my own sin because in the early years I didn't think that I really had a problem with sin but as you mature you understand this better and also I had a greater desire as I matured to read the Bible and understand it and then the last thing I would point to is before Christ I was bound to my sin and my pain my brokenness but after Christ I found great freedom and uh, a greater ability to defeat sin in my life. So that's my testimony. Here are some additional tips for developing your testimony. Please make sure that your testimony is very short. It should be under two minutes, focused, Christ-centered, to the point. Also, uh, try not to use religious language or words that might be unfamiliar to the person you're speaking to. Uh, if you have a very early conversion story, meaning you were very young, uh, maybe just focus on uh, your transition into grace and less about your age because these things are universal and can be applied to anyone at any age. So use a theme and uh, language that invites them into this experience that you had. Not everybody has the same very emotional story of how they came to Christ. Uh, some of us were saved out of some very difficult and dark circumstances. Others, uh, maybe it's not so much that, but definitely a change of heart. So focus on what it is that changed in your uh, position towards Christ. So if you were rebellious in heart, but you led a fairly good life, focus on what it was happening in your heart, how the heart changed. If you can describe that or the emotions that are surrounding that, that will be helpful for the other person. Well, I hope this was helpful for you. We're going to now move into a presentation of the gospel, and I'm using a uh, visual aid that is available at aimtrainers.org. I will provide a link in the notes for this podcast, and uh, here is a presentation of the gospel using a visual of the hand. Okay, let's go ahead and begin. First, we're going to hold up our left thumb. And of course, thumbs up means something good. God loves you and created you to know him personally. Jeremiah 29, 11 says, For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. John 3.16 says, For this is how God loves the world. He gave his one and only Son, so that everyone who believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. John 10.10 says, The thief's purpose is to steal and kill and destroy. My purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life. And Revelation 21.7 says, All who are victorious will inherit all these blessings, and I will be their God, and they will be my children. The second finger is the index finger. So we'll point to the left index finger at each person and also to myself. Pointing this finger means accusing or blame. Man is sinful and separated from God, so we cannot know him personally and experience his love. Isaiah 53.6 says, All of us, like sheep, have strayed away. We have left God's path to follow our own. Yet the Lord laid on him the sins of us all. Isaiah 59 2 says, 
it's your sin that you have cut off from God. Because of your sins, he has turned away and will not listen anymore. Romans 3.23 says, For everyone has sinned. We all fallen short of God's glorious standard. And Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord. The third finger is the tall finger. Hold your left hand open and point to your middle finger. This is the tallest finger. Jesus died and rose again to pay the price for your sin. Jesus became sin so that we could become righteous. No matter how badly you've sinned, Jesus is able to forgive you. Jesus became victorious over sin and now he wants to be Lord of your life. You're number one. Jesus Christ is God's only provision for man's sin. Through him alone, we can know God personally and experience God's love. Romans 5.8 says, but God showed his great love for us by sending Christ to die for us while we were yet sinners. 2 Corinthians 5.21 says, For God made Christ, who never sinned, to be the offering for our sin, so that we could be made right with God through Christ. 1 Peter 3.18 says, Christ suffered for our sins once for all time. He never sinned, but he died for sinners. Bring you safely home to God. He suffered physical death, but he was raised to life in the Spirit. John 14.6 says, Jesus told him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. The fourth finger is the ring finger. Hold your left hand open and point to your ring finger. A ring on this finger signifies a committed relationship that began with a decision. God invites you to a relationship with him, but you must accept his invitation. We must individually receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Then we can know God personally and experience his love. Hold up your thumb. God has already said, I do. Point to your ring finger. But now you must say, I do to him. Turn away from sin and turn towards God. Just as the ring is a symbol of a relationship, baptism is a symbol of a commitment to Jesus. Revelation 3.20 says, Look, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in and we will share a meal together as friends. John 14.23 Jesus replied, All who love me will do what I say. My Father will love them, and we will come and make our home with each of them. Romans 10, 9-10 If you openly declare that Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is by believing in your heart that you are made right with God, and it is by openly declaring your faith that you are saved. Acts 2.38 Peter replied, Each of you must repent of your sins and turn to God, and be baptized. In the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins. Then you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Acts 3.19 says, Now repent of your sins and turn to God so that your sins may be wiped away. Stop here and ask the person if they are willing to ask Jesus into their heart. If so, bow together in prayer and you pray first, asking God to give understanding and clarity to the person receiving Jesus. Then go back and start from the thumb, asking the following questions and allowing the person to answer in his or her own words. Thumb. What do you want to say to God about his love for you? Index finger. What do you want to say to God about your sin? Tall finger. What do you want to say to God about what Jesus did for you? For you on the cross. Ring finger. What do you want to say to God about starting a relationship with him and obeying him? Based on the answers that the other person has given, here is what a sample prayer might sound like. Father, thank you for loving me. I'm so sorry that I've sinned against you. I know that Jesus paid for my sin on the cross and I want to start a relationship with you so that I can obey you and be with you in heaven.
I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Pinky finger is the last one. Hold up your left pinky by itself. This is the weakest finger of all. You need a disciple trainer to help you learn to obey Jesus. Matthew 28:19 says, Therefore, go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Philippians 3:17 says, Dear brothers and sisters, pattern your lives after mine and learn from those who follow our example. 2 Timothy 2:2 says, You have heard me teach things that have been confirmed by many reliable witnesses. Now teach these truths to other trustworthy people who will be able to pass them on to others. This is the presentation of the gospel, and you will see here, if you're familiar with the four spiritual laws, that this visual uses the four spiritual laws in a little bit different way. But two things that I really like about this approach, the first is the use of the ring finger and the idea of the ring symbolizing a commitment to a relationship is very powerful. And I like also that rather than presenting a scripted prayer the person might read or speak, you are prompting them by asking questions about the illustration of each finger and what it means, and then asking them a question about what they might say to God about each of the things that they learned. So this shows you that they've understood the gospel message and that they're responding using their own words back to God, which I believe is a more authentic or genuine response to what has been presented, and it will help them to understand the nature of the commitment. So this is the presentation of the gospel of Jesus Christ. All the scriptures were taken from the New Living Translation, and I hope that this is helpful to you. Again, I've provided a link to the teaching aid that can be downloaded and printed if you wish. But it's pretty simple and straightforward. Having the scriptures printed out or on a note card or several note cards might also be advised. Remember, you can find more information about Hope Brokers by going to hopebrokers.org. That's hopebrokers with an S dot O-R-G. You may also send me email, tony at hopebrokers.org. Thank you so much and have a blessed day.